1: What is up, goat flippers? It is your host, Lurk. Thank you for checking out Lambgoat's Van Flip Podcast. As you may have realized, this podcast is coming out on a Wednesday. That is because we were a little delayed. If you haven't noticed, Lamb Goat changed over their layout, so we have a new layout for the first time in probably over a decade or something like that. So definitely go over to lambgoat.com and check that out. And on top of that, I am recording this intro during Hurricane Elsa, so that's awesome. Unfortunately, due to the upgrade and changeover of lambgoat.com, I do not have the top stories for last week, but we will continue next episode. Make sure you follow Lamb Goat on social media. Give us a like on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Lambgoat head over to Lamb Goat's YouTube page and make sure you subscribe and hit that alert bell so you're always notified when we release new content. But we upload all of these podcasts in video format plus other Lamb Goat bonus content that we have from the website on our YouTube page. So go ahead and over there and check it out. And also I am working on getting the podcast page on the new Lamb Goat site up so you will be able to go to Lambgoat and see all of the podcasts in video and audio formats there. But it might take me a little bit this week to get that going. So just be patient, please. All that being said, I think I'm going to wrap This up so we can get into the goblin metal band Necrogoblicon. So without further ado, let's start the podcast. Oh yeah, what's this? I feel this. Oh yeah, this is stuff. Oh no, Lambgoat presents the Van Flip Podcast. What is good, Goat Flippers? Welcome back to yet another epic episode of the Van Flip Podcast. This week, I am joined by the demon metalcore, not metalcore, sorry, metal band, Necrogoblicon, more specifically, Scorpion and Goldberg of the group. How are you guys doing, Nick and Alex?
0: Um, Pretty good, pretty good.
1: Doing well. Do you prefer Nick yeah. or Nikki?
0: I go by Nikki generally, but whichever one makes you more comfortable is fine.
1: We'll do Nikki. I, I like to, you know, use proper everything when I'm addressing somebody else. So we'll just go ahead and do that. So Nick right. Nikki is the lead vocalist. <laughs> Catching myself. Nikki is the lead vocalist plus a couple other things. And Alex is the lead shredder of the group. Um you guys were kind of you guys I, I know we don't want to talk about like all the basic ass shit, but I definitely am very curious as to like how the project even got started as like, cause at the time I really wasn't into like that kind of music where it was like more fun, quote unquote, you know what I mean? And I took everything. Oh man, fucking are you lagged up? Damn it. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Hey, now I, we're back. I, I, think, I think we're all good. Now <laughs> we're back. Yeah. Okay. It's just um,
0: I speak with a natural sort of lag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not the software. Yeah.
1: So I was, I yeah, was. What I was getting at was, I kind of want to go back into the early days of like how this whole project that's came a lag. about.
0: But no, that was a joke. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how did this project come about? Because Nikki, you started it with Tim way back when, and Tim's no longer, you know, in the group, so to speak. But um, what did the idea come from? Because it seems more like a fun not so serious kind of approach to music and metal in, in general.
0: Definitely. I mean, at that time we were just uh, two friends, you know, uh, I think I was still finishing up high school. He was off at college for, and he came back to our hometown for summer break. And we were kind of just like the only people who were awake at 3am talking on aim every day, you know? Yep. So we were buddies. And then <laughs> he was working on a lot of just metal riffs and shit like that at the time. And, he had a different metal band back in Santa Barbara. So the we were he had like this pile of riffs that didn't make it into that project or whatever. And, and he had said, I really want to use these riffs to make an album and just call it Goblin Island. And um, this was on AIM. And uh, we both laughed about that so much we thought it was like the funniest thing ever. So it like, fuck it, let's actually do that, you know. Yeah, usually, put it on MySpace.
1: Usually the jokes end up being inside jokes and then they become... Inside jokes for so long they become reality. Outside jokes. Yeah. Yeah, It was just like (laughs) let's
0: just let's just actually make something called Goblin Island, because we were both laughing our asses off and that's really all there is to it. And we just put it on MySpace. We didn't have any ambitions for it to become like a real band or anything like that, you know?
1: Yeah. And how how was the reception of the first couple, you know, couple weeks, months of you guys putting that out into the ether? Like were you surprised that, you know, it gained any Traction, or were you kind of like, did you do what you wanted and just kept working at it?
0: We had, like, we would finish a song and put it on the MySpace, and then uh, we we had some bot, so we were able to target (laughs) the fans of all these other bands, which was sick technology back then, you know, so we could go through and be like, vote them, and it would tell us, like, who the fans were. And then we would send people, like, personalized messages, so that wasn't actually a bot. We would just send, like, hundreds of messages to people and stuff be like yo how's it going uh check us out really just kind of like that and that actually i don't know it, that's what i don't know we had a few thousand listens i can't remember the exact number but we were <laughs> like whoa you know what i'm saying so well
1: and, and, and there was a couple of years in between that and stinch and obviously stinch was something that kind of put you guys more so on the map um uh just because you got a a lot of good reviews and a lot of raves about that particular album, how it was like a little bit more serious, but still within the same vein of kind of like this fantasy metal type situation.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely still all about goblins killing humans and destroying the human race. And that was basically it. So, I mean, that's what every song was about, you know, <laughs> goblins killing humans. Essentially. I, there was bears. That was probably one of the first forays into.
2: When we had the uh, song about birds,
0: goblins. Oh, and and birds. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah turn to the sky so the the main the main idea behind the inception of it was just like this misanthropy and like you know we're a bunch of sarcastic assholes and we fucking are misanthropes so we're gonna write as these goblins and just kill the people it kind of evolved since then i guess we all get older and things change right you know that's really where it came from
1: that's cool and i'm going on a limb here and saying that you guys probably spend a lot of time maybe reading or watching a lot of fantasies type stuff is that like safe to say
0: Not really. That's a big
1: misconception, I think, (laughs) about the band. I
0: I mean, back then, I I was probably playing WoW a bit. I I don't know, but that was my my big exposure to fantasy, I would say. Um, But in terms of like, actually, you know, I think Tim was really into sort of dark poetry and stuff like that. But in terms of it, it was really just like a sarcastic fuck you and nothing else, (laughs) you know, (laughs) to be honest.
2: That's what attracted because they they dropped uh, Goblin Island, the first album, like a couple months before I joined the band, mm-hmm. and uh, like when you know Tim was inviting me, he's like, "Hey, would you want to be part of this?" And like my my whole interest in it was that it was like this like like for no reason goblins <laughs> thing. Like if it was if it was more about just like this is like based on lore, and we were actually real fans of you know. Right. I, I think that I actually think that might have turned me off. Like I would have like not wanted to be a part of it, but like. I, the fact that it was just, like, for no reason at all, like, just, like, yeah, because fucking goblins, because who cares? Like, right. fuck life. You know, like, that was, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, that's awesome.
1: It definitely <laughs> but stands out. It definitely stands out. In those out.
0: days, too, the, all the shows the band was playing where Alex and Tim and friends were going to college at UCSB, so all the shows were, like, these keggers and stuff, and, um... <laughs> So it's like the fans, it wasn't like your typical fantasy metal kind of people. It was just a bunch of college kids getting wasted. Like, yeah, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Really weird, really weird stuff. That's and it was in
2: a small town where you hear nothing but like reggae, you know, UC Santa Barbara. It's all like the vibe is just, you know, reggae, ska, like chill, go get laid type music. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's this group of fucking nerds just like you know, just screaming our asses off about goblins and people are like, what the fuck is what's going on over at that house? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that is interesting. Well, and another thing I found that was interesting is I'm not I'm not necessarily sure as to which member or members of Necrogoblicon are in Wizard Throne, but Wizard Throne also led me to kind of believe that maybe these dudes are just like super into fantasy. You know what I mean? Because like goblins and wizards, it just makes sense. But it's interesting that you guys aren't. Our, our drummer in Wizard Throne.
2: And he's he's kind of more from that world. Okay. Uh, he's uh um, he's actually he's, he's tracking right now on out here. <laughs> um but he's he has a whole like he has a whole catalog oh, of his own music. Of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely deeper into that world than we are. He's still all about, like, lol, fuck you like us, too. So <laughs> so he's he completely embraces that as well. But, yeah, he has a whole... Yeah, and and the group of dudes he does that with with from the other bands like they have like a heavy like a a deeper foot in that that whole realm.
1: Interesting,
0: deep, a very deep foot. Yeah, deep I foot. just <laughs> I just personally Deepest possible foot in that
1: <laughs> they're submerged. It's, it's like quick a sand. thick foot, yeah. just... all the way in. I definitely have I, I I wasn't into fantasy at all. However, I started reading a couple of years ago, or not reading, but being more active as a reader. And I am reading like the Dark Tower series, so that's about. That's like,
0: what I was just about to say. The exact same thing. I just finished Wizard and Glass. I love that series. It's amazing.
1: Okay, well, no spoilers because I'm only on. Um, I'm in the Wastelands right now. So. Oh yeah, we wouldn't
0: want to spoil it for anyone listening, anyways. I either. still
1: have no idea what's going on for the most part. I'm so lost. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. it's good that it'll hopefully will wrap itself up, and I can understand the full story. But man, I would have hated to had read that book as it came out? Because obviously a couple of years, every, in between, every, Oh yeah. Every those book,
0: long waits. Jeez, oh my God. Yeah.
1: And again, like after the first book, I don't think I would have read the second one, having to wait like four or three years to read I'm the, the, the same one. way. I
0: started it a couple of years ago on tour or something and in, in the audiobook, And now it's just like, just read them at my own pace. But, uh, yeah, it would suck to, to have to wait, you
1: know? Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see where it, where it takes me. Like I said, I'm in the middle of book 3, so we'll see what happens. But
0: That's uh oh, sweet. That one, the next I'm on the next one, right? I just finished it and they're both great. So.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. you're only right right ahead of me. All right, dope. it's yes, one
0: ahead.
1: Yeah. It's th- those are the big long ones. I know that, but um Alex, you're in the studio right now and like we had kind of touched base yesterday before the the situation ran off the way the rails and nothing wanted <laughs> to work on my end and we had to reschedule <laughs> for today, but um you said you were you're in Sanford and you're uh yeah. Sanford Florida and you're recording. Are you recording for the project or a separate project?
2: This is for Necrogavicon. Okay, yeah. cool. And and Nikki was just here like a, a couple weeks ago track and vocals. Right. So yeah, we the right album is is very very close to to completion. They're on their last song on drums right now and
0: um which gotta, is like fairly actually hard to believe considering how the process has gone. I'm like, wow, we're actually getting through this pretty well. So, yeah.
1: Has right, it been, yeah, has so. it been a, a, a task during the pandemic to get it all situated or just like other things that are happening?
0: It's like everything, other everything. things, you know, it's like, okay. I've been writing these songs for three years. I probably wrote like 25 songs or something. Eventually it's like, okay, we're not going to use this. We're not going to use this. What are we going to do? Okay, got to finish this. And then it's like, okay, not actually track. Alex has to learn all this shit. Some of it's impossible. You know, it's just everything. (laughs)
1: Wow. So do you write, do you guys write it like on like some MIDI program or like Guitar Logic Tab Pro thing or whatever? And then you just have to like learn the songs? Yeah, Nikki composes all of it. Okay. Yeah, I actually
0: use Guitar Logic Tab Pro. That's my favorite one. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> I have stock in that, so please keep using yeah. that.
0: <laughs> for sure, man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so it's yeah, easier you... that way. Because you can write all the keyboards and then just use it. I mean, you know, it's already like the guitars are fake, and the drums are fake, and the bass is fake, and the vocals are fake. I use a, a plug-in for that. <laughs> but for some of the keyboard stuff, I can just carry it over and... Thats great' see It gives you like a realistic sort of demo, whereas in the past it was only writing in actual general MIDI mm-hmm. which I really missed, but when Lion came out for Mac, like general MIDI functionality was just destroyed in in o s mm-hmm. in Mac os, and they just never fixed it. so what can you do?
1: yeah, I remember finding that I remember finding those programs and then like hearing all of the songs that I loved in MIDI format, and I was like, this is so fucking weird,
2: yeah, so like. <laughs> take it back to just notes and
1: nothing, Still nothing have like a number of structures. Of we can <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, so like the writing process, then, then Nikki, you just kind of handle the entire creative process about, about music and lyrics, or does band kind of like shoot ideas back and forth through each other as well? And then you, have, um, you, you, uh, you compile them all together.
0: I'll probably like handle most of that. Now the past two albums in the past, we had like various ways of writing in the Tim days. He would probably write 90, 90% of stuff, and I would put keyboards all over it and write maybe 10% of music and half the lyrics. And it's Heavy metal. we all, like, each member wrote a couple songs or something. And then Bonkers, I was living out in the desert and everything was grim, you know? And it was just like, oh, fuck it. I'll just write this fucking thing, whatever. Let's just do it. And then for this album, yeah, it's just been kind of like that. It's actually a little easier um, that way, to be honest, in some strange way.
1: So. Do we have a title for this coming up album, or is that still in, in the works? There's
0: a title. I'm going to leave that up to Alex if, if we can say it on here or not.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I might
2: as well say it. You know, if, if someone picks up on it and decides to, to like, it's going to be called the, the
1: Fundamental Slimes and Humors. Interesting. Is, what's, yeah. the, what's the uh, logic behind that name?
0: Well, it's kind of like, uh, if you look at, like, medieval medicine, the, you know, the four humors and stuff. And everyone thought that like the body was supported by like a sacks full of various fluids and stuff. So it's kind of based on that when it says humors, but it's also just kind of like slimy and humorous mm. because it's Necro <laughs> So it's sort of a little play on words. and it, it just feels good to say.
1: What, what can like the Necro fan base expect with the new album? Is it going to be, Kind of similar to the previous five, or is it going to be kind of an experimental, uh, you know, out uh, release? I mean,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes to all. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Basically, a little something for everyone. You, you stick into the old, the the old tried and true version of Necrogabacan, but trying a couple yeah, there, new
0: there's things. There's like a song that could have come off Stench on there. There's some songs that could have come off like a weird hardcore band. You never know. Like we're going in some new directions, but hopefully nothing that will alienate people. And even if it does, fuck them anyways, really. But um, I think it's just catchier, better, cooler and uh sounds better the, the quality of the recording is come like great right now so uh, you yeah. people are mainly going to be blown away and there's going to be a couple people who are like fuck you you have more clean singing now but it's not like ah! kind of singing so <laughs> regardless you know
2: yeah with every NecroGolicon album i think it's like come to be expected from us that there's going to be stuff that like throws you off like what what they're doing what now but that's that's become so part of what Necro is that that's almost not even a deviation mm-hmm. <laughs> like like we have like there has to be some kind of place where it takes a left turn and you're like what are they doing now but i feel like that at this point if you've been following us you come to like right. expect us like if we didn't do that it would like not be Necro yeah
0: then they throw so, the same one again and be like oh, yeah right God, yeah everything <laughs> is sad you
1: know? right yeah like they're bored yeah yeah so i have a question about john goblin because i i I have to admit, I thought he was a part of the actual band. Is he actually on like the road with you guys and such? I know he's a uh yeah. a kind of like a entertainer kind of person, and he has like YouTube show and everything like that and um I just really wasn't aware that I don't know where where he fits, so like explain <laughs> that for me <laughs> so yeah we were um we
2: were playing a show um like a, like a year or so after we moved to l a uh, in like two thousand twelve and uh i was working at a record label at the time uh and one of my coworkers uh his buddy who's a who is kind of an up and coming director came to the show and was oh you can say you a, can say
1: who it is i think everyone in the scene kind of knows who that is oh fucking a come on
2: random yeah yeah um and he uh yeah so he like loved it and he was just like he, we were playing for like 10 people and then like he just like why is this room not fucking packed with people I, I like I love this like I love that you guys don't take yourself seriously but like you guys write great music and uh he came it's up also with also our
0: first time meeting him by the way.
2: Right yeah our yeah that that was our first time that was our first yeah like
1: meeting uh, Brandon or, or
2: John Goblin. Bro Brandon. we met John later. Okay. Yeah but uh, Brandon. but Brandon that was our first time meeting Brandon and uh yeah he had this idea for a music video that that he uh he happened to have a friend that was a goblin, which is, a, which is odd. You know, that usually doesn't happen. Worked but, out, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And that, uh, and it kind of like, I think that was like having that visual element of John Goblin kind of made like, it kind of freed, freed, like, I think if, and, and Nikki, correct me if I'm wrong here. Like, I feel like it, it frees you up from having to, to sing specifically about goblins. Cause it's like, uh, well, I
0: not, think so for sure. Like, it's like, like now we
2: have the goblin and now it's a character. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter that it's like no matter what
0: we write, people are going to see this goblin and they're going to assume it's about goblins. So it's like, hey, <laughs> just write whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's and it, I think a but lot. It's of people, still all
0: about goblins deep down.
2: <laughs> Wink. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of like you know, it's it's now like I think the lyrics are perceived as being now from the eyes of this goblin, and now it's about like a specific goblin mm-hmm. and their experience of navigating a world as an outsider, kind of thing.
0: Interesting. Yeah, and just. Um, Throughout the past, you know, um, we had always wanted just to be like we just we're just regular dudes. That's the thing. We're not dressing as goblins. We don't want to go down this like war road or anything. We're just we're just these dudes. We're playing this music about goblins, and so you know, it was a win that we still never had to all dress up as goblins, but we actually found a goblin just to be the goblin. <laughs> yeah,
1: so,
2: you know. yeah, that was a, that was a thing we went yeah, we're like, talking to, like A and R guys and stuff before people who liked our music. They're like, you guys mm-hmm. need to like. Do a shtick like dress up or something, and let's just like, and I, I I could I could see where they were coming from on it, but right. it's just like I just knew us too. It's like we're not those guys though. Like we just like there's guys who can do that and like they're convincing, and because they believe in in doing that, and like we like, it it would be so like if we tried to do that, it would come off as so disingenuous that it would be like <laughs> yeah. worse, you know? Like it's like that we
1: can't go that road. You do know? you find like your fan base being like? very into fantasy and then kind of bummed when you guys aren't
0: like not really because if someone's into fantasy it's like we totally back that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah it's just we're you know a heavy metal is still like a concept album from this story of goblins like we've still done it you know what i'm saying it's just really not the driving force behind what our creative process really mm-hmm. um yeah. but there's you know, it seems like the people who really kind of get the band, oftentimes, are they're, they're a lot like us, which is the weird thing. I think there's something about the music just draws similar people together. or something I can like see that. that. Yeah, like that.
2: very like yeah, like fun, cynical, like yeah, yeah type of people who just love like like. I, I even feel like reading the comment sections of our posts, like you know, like the the just the the general sass of it. Just like these are yeah, these feel like th- these are our people. You know, these are like the, the they're talking sh- like they're they're like talking shit in a fun way that the way I we would interact with one another, right, right, kind of thing. You know, it's like that's. But we that's love great. it when
0: people want to come to a show dressed as goblins and stuff like that, and we're always happy to see goblins out there in the crowd and stuff. So we're not trying to rain on anyone's fantasy parade.
1: Right. now, I just, huh, totally. I just kind yeah. of assumed that, you know, being like myself, I was like, these guys have to be super into fantasy. Cause all this, you know, <laughs> which is cool too, but you you know, it's to interesting it. that you're guys not. So I would assume like some of your fan base probably is like, Oh my God, they probably know about whatever book that I love. And then they talk to you about it and you're like, I have no idea. And they're like, Oh, okay. A lot of Googling, you
0: know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so how often, how often is John with you guys on tour? Is he like a staple on tour with you guys too? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. interesting. Yeah, interesting.
2: people always want to. They want to see the goblin. They like. I think that's the. He's the mascot. He's like what the like. What, what this all means to them? At the, yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, he's the, like
0: Pepe from Pepe Bar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, every Pepe Bar's got its Pepe. You know, goblicon has got its Goblin. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's cool. Uh, I mean, and again, uh, no disrespect to uh, John Gobblecon or anything like that, but he was going to be on, or we had the option to have him on. I just didn't know if it was going to be. As, as serious. Not that this is going to be a serious interview, but you know, I don't know if I could ask those questions like, Hey, how did you come into the band, Goblin Guy? You know what I mean? And then he gives us some kind of uh guar kind of response, you know?
2: Yeah, it would start to become a kind of structured stick right within yeah. it. I yeah. feel like and <laughs> I
1: wanted to know more about the actual like where it came from and like what the role of that character is because it is such like a like you said, it's like an I don't want to say iconic in like an iconic way, but like when you think of NecroGoblicon, there's no way, if you know the band, that you can't think of that green head with the long ears. You know, so it's like (laughs) that one
0: YouTube thumbnail. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. And his channel's pretty funny too. And his interviews, like, you know, he's a fucking it's a funny stick.
0: Um one more thing I want to add just on that. It's like so when we were doing that show, the first show featuring John Gallicon, we put out a flyer or something like that. (laughs) The Necrogoblin, featuring the Goblin from No One Survives. We're like, okay, let's let's just try this. We'll see how it goes. And then, of course, the show was like packed, and everyone was like, and it was maybe one of the first shows we played that was just like insanely full of crazy people. And at that point, we're like, well, okay, I guess we're doing this <laughs> this forever this, now. You know?
1: This is what we do now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a one singular turning point. You know? yeah. So, yeah.
1: What year is that? What year did you kind of in, include John in the whole?
0: Shit? It must have been late. 2012 or early 2013. Yeah, 2012.
1: Oh, okay. 2012
2: was when the, the no one survives video went viral in uh, September. I was I think it was October that we had that show, and it was like, and I remember we we started to do like the following year we were getting we were already around this time we started to get booked for summer festivals in Europe. Like the following year that summer,
0: yeah, and remember, solely based on that video.
2: <laughs> yeah, the the I always remember our manager telling us like the the agent was on, on the phone with him. And he's like, so is the Goblin going to be there? And without even like checking with us or anything, he's like, yes, he's good. Yes. You know, like just kind of making, making sure we got the festival.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, Of course, we will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, that's insane. Uh, so uh, before we switch off, because I want to talk about uh, those tours around that time when John started being in the band. But you guys um, is Brandon doesn't do the music videos anymore. Is that because he's too expensive? Because he's gotten so much popularity now, and or is he just too busy? Oh no, he's still, uh, He did the Chop Suey video. He did our most okay, cool, cool, one. cool, cool so He's cool, still cool. part of the fold. He's. Uh, I mean, he
2: and he's and he's he's like a bandmate in that sense. You know, he's he's behind, uh, you know, all of John GobbleCon. You know, it's mm-hmm. his like it's his uh, any yeah, video
0: that, so. mi- that isn't directed by Brandon personally has still had a huge involvement from him
1: in the in okay, writing cool. and creation, yeah. etc.
2: Yeah, he's, overseen, he's overseen every visual project we've done.
1: Cool. I didn't know that he was the yeah. uh, director of the Chop Suey cover, but um, I did see that he hadn't done, or he wasn't credited at least as the director on the last couple of videos. So, and I know that he has gotten to well, a I different level Well, I mean, Brandon Small, of
0: course, <laughs> um, dressed as right. goblins. Right.
2: And that was still produced by Brandon Dermer. So he's still kind of, he made sure the character was still consistent with what he,
1: what, what he originally created. Cool. That's great. And now back to the festival European tours and such like that. You guys played Kerrang! Uh, the Kerrang! Tour with uh, a favorite band of mine, I can admit, Limp Bizkit. Uh, how yes. did how did they take to the whole Goblin thing?
0: <laughs> that was a funny time, man. Um, I remember like, so that was all kind of happening. Rap, like, Kerrang! Kerrang! wants this? Kerrang! Kerrang! Like, what? And then, so I'm, there's a cover shoot with John Goblica and he wasn't actually available that day so I, I dressed up as John Goblikon, and I go to meet Fred Durst at this warehouse somewhere in L.A., and it was like the most surreal kind of thing, because so I'm there trying to stick in a, a contact for the first time in my life, and behind me up walks Fred Durst, right? He's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, oh, ah! Yeah. Super nervous, just like, oh my god, give me a second here, yeah. man, and then like, hey! And then he was choking me moments later, so insane. that man. was real weird, and then we went and did the actual tour, and you know, we didn't hang out with them too much, but
1: they, they all seemed nice. And, uh, that's cool. Uh, you know, if Wes was there, he would have probably given you a lot more pointers on putting in the big content. I, so <laughs> yeah. I think so too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, th- he's one of the guests that I would love to have on the podcast. Unfortunately, uh, that's like, I, I'm putting it out there that I'd like to get it done in, in within a hundred episodes of this, but we'll see if that ever happens. We got like 40 more to go. So I have a little leeway, but neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> But do you guys find that your the music and, and the reception is bigger in Europe or America? It feels England, about equal.
0: Yeah, England but, but loves UK. it. Yeah. UK loves it. Um, like, what, Hungary? They went apeshit.
2: Hungary um, loved it. Um, Germany is um,
0: always still, like, staying there, kind of trying to figure it out, it seems like. Um, yeah, Germany's America, been a tough sell. <laughs> yeah. Overall, America is pretty pretty solid so the uk and america have been like kind of, and canada actually
1: i was just curious because you know they they do have more of like a medieval and castle kind of history over there so i would assume that you probably are po- more popular over there because it's just more of like their lifestyle
2: that's yeah. kind of with germany that's kind of where our our non-committal attitude towards fantasy it doesn't quite read
1: <laughs> You're like, no, like
2: you know like because we're just like being sarcastic like nikki's like just making jokes in between songs constantly and just like like all the like ironic sat- satirical jokes and it's going like they're it's it's not what they were thinking and it's not what especially with uh, sometimes the other bands we're playing with they're like power metal type bands it's mm-hmm. just not what they're they're like what are they what are they doing are they like are they breaking the fourth wall or like what's ha- like what like what like it's just no we just don't like that's that's not what we do really. yeah the fantasy aspect so it's a it's it's been a there are a few, a few germans time? i've met I really yeah. like it
0: though you know so i think it'll eventually make yeah. sense i think the humor is just something that maybe doesn't always translate
1: mm. totally where are some of the fa- what are where are some of your favorite places you have played around the world?
2: One of my favorite uh, the one that sticks out in my head right now is uh playing in uh in Prague it was awesome. Cool. And that oh, yeah. city in general is awesome and yeah the energy and like we haven't we haven't been to Scandinavia yet And a lot of people like came from Norway to, just to see that show mm. which, was, which was awesome. Uh, so that's the one that just
0: sticks out right now. I'm sure I, I always remember others. Montreal, Le, Le Fouf, or whatever.
2: Oh, Le Fouf, Le, oh, Electriques. Le, or Le yeah, Le Fouf, Fouf, yeah.
0: Unique Electrique. like, yeah. The electric butt cheeks. But I remember <laughs> there was a band opening for us there, and the keyboardist was like warming up on one of our riffs and stuff. And it was just like, whoa. Yeah. I don't even, none of us even know that riff. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's, always, Speck,
1: it's yeah. always weird when like you get a fan and they remember things that you don't remember whether it's like old <laughs> songs or old things you've said or you know and i'm sure people will come up to me and they'll say something about an episode i did i talked about like early on and i have no idea what they're going <laughs> to yeah. talk about oh now.
2: yeah totally yeah. totally
1: yeah. yeah i'm just living in the moment right here right now it's not like i you know what i mean i don't necessarily remember everything and i don't go back and listen to a bunch of these unfortunately so But you know, if I ever have you guys on again, I'm definitely going to touch base with this episode. So you know, there's that. um, (laughs) Sure. So you guys uh, been kind of laying low for the last you know couple years. Obviously, the pandemic made everyone lay low a little bit. But um, within that time frame, you guys got a pretty big shout out uh, on a pretty big, uh, pretty big outlet podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. And the person who shouted you out happens to be like I don't know one of the biggest (laughs) pop stars of the last five plus years post Malone. Um, Have you guys like? been in contact with posty about anything uh maybe like him joining up john Necrogovicon on stage sometime
2: uh well we started small and just you know we sent we sent him a bunch of merchandise nice and just uh, kind of as a thank you and um yeah i i, I kind of feel like uh, that's a huge <laughs> a huge ask to go any, we uh, don't pretty, be punished any further, in. further involvement yeah <laughs> uh, obviously we'd love for so- something more to come of that but i mean hell, hell we're, we're just grateful for the shout out I feel yeah. like
1: that was an interesting yeah, was, little uh that was interesting that he would even say that you know and because post is also all over the place in general like he'll like country music he sings hip-hop pop music but he also is well versed in like old rock and metal so it's it's very interesting that he you know that he's listening to your band <laughs> yeah straight
0: up, straight up. listening yeah, so
1: listening to it enough to even tell Joe Rogan about it <laughs> and then have them bring up the picture of you guys <laughs> on the <laughs> <Yeah>. show <laughs> did you guys find that there was like an influx in like follows and listens and just like overall awareness of the band at that at that point
2: definitely i was going to our like listener analytics and there's this <laughs> like spike <laughs> on the day that that podcast happened and you know and it kind of like you know obviously leveled off a little bit but like a lot of people stayed like i it i definitely brought a new a lot of new listeners to us yeah. And it was like perfect timing because we had just dropped the Chop Suey cover.
1: Oh, nice! Man. We had like
2: we had like something fresh for people to hear, and like, like I couldn't like people thought I fucking planned it. Like, I, people were like, "Dude, look, like, how much did you pay posts?" And I was like, "I, dude, I had like I had no idea. This we don't, don't have enough money to
1: pay posts." <laughs> like. like, <yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was getting texts like, "Dude, Post Malone. Sorry. I'm like, what? "What are you talking about? It's the morning, dude. Leave me alone." Wait, really? Oh, crazy man! Like, I guess gotta start listening to Post Malone now. You know, yeah, right.
1: that's what you should. Now you should cover one of his songs. You know what I mean? Right? You, you did yeah. the Chop Suey one, and uh, how got, did like,
0: you an auto tune rack and just go for it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> you already have plugins. You said for vocals, so you know you can you oh, can yeah, figure don't. it out. Vocal Bender. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. So, do you uh, do you guys want to collaborate with with Posty in the future? Would that be something that the Necrogalvanic band would like to do?
0: <laughs> For sure, man. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely, I would assume yeah. so. <laughs> He's got to get a verse or something. You know what I mean? We'll <laughs> this whole feature mount. We can do a whole song. We'll just have like. A little bit of necro just manly post yeah
2: yeah yeah you're like hey do your thing and then we'll work around that yeah. We'll put an accordion in yeah. at the end you know yeah. what i mean accordions yeah. and breakdowns around yeah. whatever whatever he wants <laughs> to do
1: well he yeah. was inviting some musicians over and they were covering a bunch of songs and stuff like that so maybe you'll get the invite you know maybe we'll put <laughs> it out hey, there with almost. this podcast and maybe your fans yeah. and maybe the lamb goat fans can tweet at post malone and <laughs> we'll hook it up we'll try to figure it out you know
0: yeah there is collapse yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And,
2: by, and by the next time we do this podcast you know we will have worked with post uh, you will have had west borland on here you know it's all the all these things are going to come together we'll all have so, gold and, chains
1: because we'll be fucking rich yeah it'll <laughs> yeah. be great
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> it'll be really great um so yeah i was gonna ask you something but then i got so lost on the post malone thing hmm Good, but one thing I do know about your band is and- also London. London's
0: a great place to play. Amos, sorry.
1: Well, yeah, that's a. I feel like that's a a, a goblin home. Got a I shout show.
0: out to London. You
1: know? I think yeah. anything with a lot of history behind it necessarily, like America, doesn't have a, a long, long history. You know, but uh, compared to other countries, they've been around for a longer period of time. And I feel like, like again, that medieval kind of vibe is so prevalent. Of that's why I figured you would have more of your success at, just because of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. The hard part is yeah. it's not like they're paying us for plane tickets or anything. So, you know, the reception's always great.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, it is your your music is very, very fun. That is one thing that I've come to realize. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, the, the the instruments are played very well. The riffs are awesome. Everything about it is really, really, really fun. And then on top of it, you have like you're screaming dressed as goblins a million times. So it's like you know it's great shit and it's fun. And uh, I maybe maybe it's because I'm at the age now where I can laugh at metal and, and have a good time. Because if I was younger, I probably have been like, "What is this?" You know what I mean. But now I can accept it. I, I mean, I understand it, not accept it. And uh, it's just a great time. and accept it. Yeah. I've, yeah, I'll accept it too. One of my friends actually, uh, you kind you guys played here. Uh, this is Jacksonville, Florida. I'm in Jacksonville. You guys played here, I think, right before the pandemic or maybe a year before the pandemic. Warped tour, probably. Oh, with, C- with CKY? Was it? Uh, oh, yeah. it might have, I don't know, but it was with... It was the last day of the tour with CKY. I know we ended in Jacksonville and that's where Was right, it right. 1904? That's, I think, the yeah. venue. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah uh, that's the venue, yeah. And he came back and he was like, bro, you have to fucking check this band out. And he had no idea who you were. And he was like, you have to fucking check this band out. And I was like, okay, cool. And he was telling me about it. But then he also told me he had went with like a girl who thought she was a witch. So I was like, mm Sounds about
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> they the, sounds like sounds like she'll be at a Necro show.
1: Yeah, she might be. Yeah, you might have you might have met her. She might be in your DMs or something. Who knows?
0: There's a whole there's a whole cluster of witches out there. It's, the more you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. they're out there. Yeah.
1: So, what are some of like the wildest times you guys have had on the road? Because I feel like you guys attract wild, crazy people with your show and everything like that.
0: No, we're pretty tame, really.
2: I mean, yeah, I think the, wild, the wilder things that have happened with us have been, like, usually not involving fans. It's just been, like, r- hilarious things that have happened to us or, like, fucking... It's just... It usually, it's, it's, it's usually just hilarious disasters that I feel like could happen to any band, but for some reason, I feel like it happens to us more.
0: <laughs> yeah? Well, about the time, we were running really late to, like, that show this year. Yeah. Well, not this year, but... The year. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Heavy Kansas, Montreal.
2: We played Heavy Montreal 2019, and nice. uh, so we were on the Summer Slaughter tour, which you know, typically the whole lineup gets booked onto Heavy Montreal, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we were sharing a bus with another band, Carnifex, and we uh, we had and any touring band from the states knows that the crossing the border to Canada is like the biggest fucking bitch in the world. Yeah, yeah. and it, like in it, you know they. Anything on your criminal history, even if it's been expunged, or anything like they know about it. If they and they can, if they look at you and they see something like, oh, you had like a minor drug possession, uh, like even you were 16 for a nug of weed, and yep. you know they don't they don't like the clothes you're wearing, they could just deny you. And and it's like it's basically subjective. It seems like so it, it, it's always like it's always a gamble as like whether you know everyone's going to get through or not. And you know, a couple guys and on the crew of the bus couldn't get through. Mm. So we had to go all the way back and drop them off and come through again. Meanwhile, we, we have to be there at two p.m. for our our slot to, to play, and we so we had to go through customs twice. And like by the time we get to the festival grounds, like it's time for us to set up, and we don't know where the stage is. And like there's we you know we're we're like f- like frantically trying to get. Uh, like, you know, the golf carts out there, you know, the golf cart, Yeah, the festival, was sweet. Golf the carts staff, the the festival
0: staff was staff, awesome. Yeah, they came yeah. up and they were like, car- we're like, we're, we're playing in 10 minutes and we're <laughs> shooting on a golf cart to somewhere. We don't know, you know what I mean? Freaking <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, um That was pretty cool. I remember specifically like that morning at the border crossing again, there was one guy who's like a real stickler, you know, and he's like, you're not making it. You're not making your show. Right. You're Not making it. And then, <laughs> The guards changed. His shift was over and this nice lady came. She's like, all right, <laughs> let's get you guys through here. So, yeah.
1: so it's sweet. weird Thank It's you. weird that Thank you're you. saying all that because like as someone who has traversed that, uh, that border, I'm half Canadian. My family was from French Canada or Quebec. So I've done that border many times and I, I mean I get that I have like the dual citizenship thing. So I get let in a little bit easier. But I do know that when I've gone with my friends uh, – not my parents or family. When I go with my friends, they definitely – it definitely takes a little bit longer to get through.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think if you're just like a person or like a couple, that they're probably not too worried about it. you know. But if you're like a bus full of dudes, it's the, yeah. they're like mm. – Yeah, so that's long, long to... hair and
1: tattoos. Like, how do we like, get Ooh. some money out of
0: these people? Yeah. 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 Really.
1: What's this goblin mask for, guys? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's oh, been wow. like – actually – it's been helpful at times crossing customs. It's like, what do you do? I'm a goblin. Oh, I love this.
1: Go on through, you know. Yeah. Oh, you guys are fun. Okay. I've yeah. only I've only personally gotten issues coming back into the country. That's when I oh. when I've gotten issues coming across that border. But heavy Montreal is something I definitely wanted to check out, and because I have like family up there, it's something that I can relatively do somewhat easy. Uh, but it's something that I need to get need to get going. Yeah. I need to check that out.
0: It's a sweet festival. It's a really cool location it's and everything's awesome. awesome. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I've never I've done. Uh, I've never done any of the European festivals, which I would love to do. I've done a lot of the ones here in the states, um, but yeah, like Download would be cool for me. Uh, Kerrang! Shows over there would be dope. Um, and again, heavy Montreal. I would like to experience all that because there's they're so different, obviously, than American festivals with European. Yeah, festivals. the
0: whole the whole fandom in Europe is just like so much more positive and together and everyone's like oh clapping and singing together and th- there's something like festivals are just like something that they really seem to, to get right for whatever
1: reason why do you think that yeah. is why do you think that is that it's more acceptable like, it's like
0: i think it's just a cultural thing that really i know i can tell you maybe because they're something deeply ingrained in the psyche you know it's like people don't mind feeling less unique for the sake of all feeling together you know mm-hmm,
2: what i'm saying mm-hmm, uh, i feel like that's solely working its way in the states cuz like i think that the, the like i feel like in europe they they've had the destination festivals for a long time and you know i think the states you know we had warp tour and ozfest and mainfest right, traveling and festivals the, like traveling festivals but you know i think over time as the traveling festivals have gone away and i'm, I'm sure a lot of it's cuz of costs and everything but the the destination festivals i think america's starting to follow in in europe's footsteps with with making these like like you know, like welcome to Rockville and all the other ones whose names I'm gonna not remember right now. But <laughs> yeah. like,
1: that's the only um, one you need to remember. That's the one down here by me, so
2: it's all good. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I, I nailed it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I so I I think that's slowly slowly starting to happen here too, which is exciting. Yeah, there's um, definitely now a we, now, we just, not, <laughs> now we just now we just got to get invited to play them, and we're good.
0: <laughs> okay, check this out. Here's another thought. Like heavy rock and metal stuff. Is not like off-putting to people out there. That's so true. all these people just come as if it's like, oh, it's just the thing we do together. And it's like, oh, do you like hard rock? Do you like metal? You know, <laughs> and it's not. But in America, it's like, oh, I don't like stuff with growls or something. That's scary. You know, they're going to like sacrifice someone or something. So it's yeah. still that prevalent thought in people's head for some reason.
1: What do you yeah, think is true? what do you think changes that by the way? Cause I've always I, like in the last couple of months here, I'm thinking like, because I work with Lambgoat and because of the podcast and stuff. And the, one of my goals with the podcast is to bridge that gap of like, we are obviously older people, but there are old, there are younger generations that are going to get into heavy music. And like, how can we make metal a bigger genre to compete with like other genres, like, you know, uh, even hard rock, but like pop and hip hop, like, what are some things that would maybe help the younger generation get into, like, heavier stuff?
0: People just need to be exposed to it. So I think, you know, mixing the bills more, not just having it all be like, this is a tech death festival, period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: And like, a lot of that, I feel like, comes from elitism within the genre, which what? I think is a big problem. It's like... <laughs> it's, a, it's like, you know, people, yeah, like, it's, you know, the, the over, like, just trying to subdivide some every genre and like, you know, like, Oh, I only like death metal and I hate black metal and I hate breakdowns, but I like, you know, it's like deciding on certain little dynamics that you don't accept in your music and metal when it's all fucking a bunch of like yelling in the first place yeah. is really funny but, to me.
0: But certainly like, <laughs> on Warp Tour though, there were tons of people who came to see whatever pop punk right. band or screamo band who caught Necro and then said, Oh, I loved it. You know? So yeah, I think right. even just having them be exposed to that,
1: they did. Exactly. Yeah, they, sure, sure. they definitely had great lineups with a lot of uh, different genres on a bunch of their lineups. I'm not going to say every lineup was very diverse, but they definitely expanded and got other. I remember they started bringing metal bands and then I remember they started bringing like dubstep DJs in and they, you know, it's everything.
0: Totally. And that's definitely a component at the big European festivals. I remember playing a room in Germany somewhere and then watching this rapper, Dizzy Rascal playing. And Mm. it was like, whoa, everyone's still having fun at both these shows on the same day. It's not like someone's like, you know?
1: Yeah. I was at Louder Than Life last, not last year, 2019. I was at Louder Than Life. And like one of the headliners is Ice Cube. I almost said Ice-T. Ice Cube. And like, (laughs) you know, he was one of the only rappers on the main stage. And, but again no one left that crowd after whatever rock band played before and they stayed around for the rock band after or you know the band afterwards so it's really cool to to see diverse lineups like that because again it does bring the younger generation into whatever fold you know
0: and it's the fact that people can find exactly what they want on YouTube now and just you could go into a wormhole of like only black and death and only ever listen to that is that Helping people branch out because the suggestions and stuff, or is it just enabling people to go further into their? Elite oh, it's,
1: it's enabling because yeah. they just don't want you to leave YouTube. So they want you to listen to the same shit that you've been listening to, and they're just going to recommend and suggest the same kind oh, yeah. of content. They're not going to explore they, anything.
2: They're afraid of taking you out of it. And right? It's like, oh, I don't like this. Oh, I should probably like you know, fucking put my clothes on and leave. Get <laughs> off the <laughs> toilet. Get out
1: of bed. Whatever you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how question. often do you get caught on the toilet, guys? You know what I mean? A lot. <laughs> right. Just fucking now you're like, it's been an hour. Oh, my God, I got to get out of here.
0: Right? Yeah, totally. It's like, well, let me just, okay, one more. Okay, hold on. I got to purchase uh, some gems here. Yeah.
1: You playing Clash uh, of Clans or something?
0: Uh, I'm playing this, this game called Ooh La La, Idle Adventure. Okay. Shame. Shameful. It's a great game, though, if you like <laughs> idle games.
1: Do you guys, do you game a lot?
0: Um, Outside I of that? I play a lot of PS4 and um, and Hearthstone.
1: Nice, nice. I
2: just, play, um, I just play like Mario Party and shit. Like yeah, I'm
0: I'm a, a, a basic ass gamer. Yeah, it's
2: like
1: a little different than the PS4. and <laughs> yeah. Hearthstone, but yeah. Our keyboard
0: I, is just probably the biggest gamer. Yeah. Right?
1: Do you um do you guys like ever think about combining the two, like with like a maybe like twitching and just like having like a hangout with you guys playing whatever fucking games or. Do you guys do anything like that where you connect with your fan base on a more deep level than just like releasing music and posting on social media? I um, probably should, but. Eric <laughs> does.
0: Well, we definitely think about it and say we should do this quite a, quite a bit, you know, but <laughs> the, the actually doing it part is probably in the future. Yeah. It's yeah. tough.
1: I mean, I get it. So it's, it's extremely hard.
0: I but mean, it's just like, okay, I got to get set up. And then sometimes you're on a live stream and you're just like, what the fuck am I gonna say? You know what I'm
1: gonna yeah. do. It. I'm welcome, to the, welcome to the sh- the show here. I don't know what I'm gonna say the next second that we Everyone's
0: you know, gonna know. I'm boring! Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. of course.
1: <laughs> fuck, this is what they're like? They seem so fun. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. See, you're letting them down. You're not in the fantasy, you're not fun. You play Mario Party. I mean they're thinking you're wanting you're Call of Duty or something. You know, I don't know. Call of Duty, man, yeah. Um so it what this fun. So what's the rollout going to be like? When when do we when can the fans expect like the album? Because you're obviously recording it now, so it's got a it's got a couple you know th- a couple more steps to go. You had a master process and all that other stuff. So and do you have a timeline for like a release date and like single releases and such like and such and such like that?
2: It's kind of I think like we're we're hoping for it to come out like in the fall, but depending on like what touring looks like, we're probably going to make it all line. You know, so it's. Part of the one big uh, campaign, mm-hmm. as they say, you know, but, uh, yeah. So we, are not really sure when it's going to come out. We know it'll be done like in the next couple, two, three months, like completely yeah. done. Uh, and so I definitely think so you'll be hearing a new song from us this year at, at the very least, but in terms of the whole thing coming out, you know,
0: we'll, we'll, and even that, even then it'll be done. So it's just a matter of waiting until we can line everything up. So it's, it's coming soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you guys have singles already picked out for it and, like, an idea of, like, what one's going to get a video and, you know, this out of the other?
0: Yeah.
2: We have, like – do we have, like, ones that we know are, like, the the, uh,
1: golden geese or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) Are those your favorite tracks on the album or do you guys just have tracks that you want to have as singles and then you have other favorite tracks on the album?
0: Sort of like the latter there, but it's not really – it's hard to pick favorites when you're so immersed in, in these songs and you've been listening to them for like three years already. It's kind of like just oxygen or something. Yeah, right. so.
2: yeah every, every song is, is like has a different function. And it's like, okay, these are like, okay, this seems like the more, this is the singly song. We love all the songs, but like, yeah, at this point, we're kind of like figuring out, okay, this oh this one's going to be a good live banger. And this one's going to be like, we're, we're at that point with it already because I think we've been sitting with these songs for so
1: long yeah. during the yeah. pandemic.
0: Of course, at the end of the day, like we'll see, but you know, yeah. these are our hunches and such, right? And so, totally. yeah.
1: Do you ever, uh, because like you spend so much time with you know the art, do you ever start to hate it? And like, how many of the songs don't get to make the final cut?
0: I mean, never really start to hate it, but sometimes you start to feel like less enthusiastic about something and just kind of over it. Um, but I, I'm like a lot of the songs that didn't make it were incomplete or just ideas and then it was like okay well we know that like these 11 are super sick so let's just say cutting it off you know Mm. cutting it off we got 11 cool ones if we wanted to come back there's still like 30 plus partial songs if we i don't think there's ever going to be a creative drought I, i never feel like i'm out of ideas you know yeah, but if that does happen, we got plenty of back stock to pull from.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, yeah it's like we have these like reserves in case of of like lack of yeah, yeah. lack of enthusiasm or creativity. Like, all right, well, we 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 have got this. You know, we, there's a whole Dropbox. Nikki has like, it's like gigs of material. I feel like
0: yeah, there's there's plenty of stuff. But I, the the sad part is, I doubt any of that's ever even going to get used because it'll just be like onto the new shiny
1: thing. Well, you know? I think that we have our first. Um, we have a first paywall item. You can just like let users pay <laughs> and then listen to your unreleased, you know, stuff. That could be a peruse
0: yeah. the demos. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, people release that one stuff, Ethereum. You know? yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You could you could charge with, uh, some kind of cryptocurrency and then become millionaires yeah. later on. But you know that yeah. that may be a, a thing that you want to try. Are you uh, are you into crypto, guys? Are you uh, you losing money on that right now?
0: Where's oh, I, I am. <laughs> it's gonna come back damn it's gonna come back i just
1: yeah. put more into it today
2: actually yeah. you gotta buy that dip
0: man people are gonna, I, yep, it's gonna yep.
2: keep going i have faith yeah. i have faith long term you know what's funny is like we uh we put up an nft like a month ago oh cool and and we got so much shit for it it was hilarious <laughs> like, yeah
0: like, we were just trying to be open-minded <laughs> and futuristic but people are like. You're not true anymore. You're never true, guys. Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> you guys are ruining the environment. This is terrible. It's just like, yeah. dude, we're just trying to make some money during a pandemic. Right, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, our bad Gs. Don't buy the <laughs> NFT then, you know? We're, we're, not, we're not
2: telling anyone you
0: have to do this. The people aren't ready just yet, but you know, yeah. someday.
1: The NFT thing is very weird. I've had to get on a couple like Zoom calls with buddies out in California and be like, all right, man, you got to explain this to me. Like, what's a going hour. on with yeah. this? It's stupid, isn't
0: it? But I mean, like, it, it the, mean, like
1: the, yeah. the art side of it, I think, is kind of stupid. But the other shit, like, every other application is probably like really, you know, really fundamental and, and cool. But the art thing is just like, yeah, you know, 60. Million dollars for NFTs at Barney's and shit like that, and people are like, yeah. "What? You know, they don't understand." Here's a million
0: it. bucks for a GIF, you know? Like, yeah, no, and tight. that's the
1: thing. I was like, "What do you, I go? What What does it matter if I own the GIF or the GIF? I can't believe you said GIF. I say GIF.
0: I say GIF, man. We're gonna have to fight.
1: It's not GIF peanut butter.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, the creator it, it, is it on is, record saying it's GIF. It's I know.
1: Like, but I think he was just traffic.
0: Yeah, it's, I've been saying that since I was like seventh grade or something. So it's it
1: No, I know, I know, right, I know.
2: I said I said GIF since then too. So yeah, I don't I, by the same mechanism. There was no I call it GIF, not because I know I'm right or anything. Just or yeah. you know, I don't know which one is which. I just that's like
1: the I'll thing. die on that that's hill.
2: How I, that's how I learned it at first. Yeah, I'm just gonna just die on that hill.
1: Yeah, I'll die yeah. on the hill. It's GIF, a GIF for me because that's this. I remember when I the, like
0: that soft G. It's more sensual. GIF. 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 It Chief, Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's, the, that's the only correct one.
1: So, what, what, kind, of, uh, what kind of crypto? crypto what kind of cryptos are you guys into, if you don't uh, mind asking? Well,
0: I think Bitcoin is promising because, you know, it's going to have more scarcity, whereas apparently Ethereum has got the technology down better. So, I think, you know, the altcoins are sort of just like jumping on the wagon. Bitcoin's the one who really needs to prove itself for those to catch on. And then it it kind of defeats the purpose to have a thousand altcoins or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think Bitcoin's long-term probably the way to go, but I, I diversified sort of, it's not really diverse. It's all crypto. It's just all the same, but like, right. yeah. Put some in Ethereum because that was taking off. There was that Dogecoin shit a few weeks ago. It was like I'm not really into day trading or anything. I'm just trying to be like, this is a better savings account. You know what I'm saying? That's how
1: I was looking at it too until uh, recently. And I was like, oh well, my savings never really goes down in the bank, but it's going down now.
0: Yeah, there's that scary, (laughs) that scary FUD aspect.
1: But like I told my friends, I've uh, kissed that money goodbye at this point, unfortunately, and uh, we'll write it out because if it says like if it goes the way that you know. The experts say it could be a couple six figures to million a million dollars worth, and you know, in the time being, so. you
0: never know but if there's anything. It's like people are talking about it right now, people are still adopting it on mass or whatever. You know, what yeah, saying? it's not it's
1: not even being used on anything for the most no. part, uh, no. uh, you know, publicly. So it's
0: like this is like the very beginning still, you know?
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So Hopefully. with the pandemic have you guys taken any time to get into any music that you normally would have passed up on or anything like that? Like, have you found a new band that maybe you didn't give the time of day to previously?
0: Well, i say maybe, but can't remember. Let me see. Spotify.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, well,
2: let's okay. check. I'd, I'd have to look at my Spotify too, but I have been just in general more in the habit of trying to discover more music, hmm. like kind of getting into Spotify playlists, you know, kind yeah. of this, like kind of the newer stuff coming out and, I even actually, you no, know, I'm listening to to more of the newer metal coming out. I, I kind of like, you know, especially being in a metal band, you get so sick of hearing other metal. Uh, but I'm trying to be like more optimistic. I'm like, no, there's like, like I still love metal. There's still, there's still like new cool bands coming out every, you know, every day. And Name actually, me something. Name me something real
1: quick that you found. I got to look. I got to okay. look. So off the top okay. of my head, I'm
2: going to be like, the well, one band one band that I
1: personally uh, have gotten into that I never gave the time of day to, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, saying it publicly, but <clears throat> the Mars Volta. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that, uh, sweet. The Deloused and the Kyle whatever, the, the Deloused album. Like, yeah, that's like, uh, been on repeat for like a month now. And I, I have – Now yeah, I'm
0: lost. It's, <laughs> it's great.
1: Stuff. It's great. And I, I kick myself for just missing that for the last 15 years, so –
0: well, it's still music, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. who cares when you hear it. <laughs> yeah, I really – this band Chromio, I've been listening to them. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's the uh,
1: A-Tracks brother and, um, mm-hmm. and some stuff.
0: Yes, yeah, a Canadian duo there.
1: You kind of look like this brother a little bit there, Nikki. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're, they're like, a, they're like a, an Arab and a Jew, you know, those guys they like to joke about. <laughs> This is the first successful Arab Jew partnership in history. You know, I mean, interesting. Like, That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Uh,
2: so, a couple bands I discovered. Uh, one I had already heard of his earlier stuff, and then he got bigger. I saw, I didn't really pay attention as Igor. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah! Oh
1: yeah! Oh yeah! Awesome yeah! Awesome shit. That was a big one um, for me
2: last year too. That album. Another one that I have to d- dig deeper into. I just heard a couple singles from uh, Zeal and Ardor
1: mm-hmm.
2: It's like this. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it has this kind of like. Sludgy soulness to it, but then it has like these blackened elements. It's like I have to dig way further, but it, it, like they're on my radar now, so yeah. I have to like well, just dig. It's
1: interesting you bring up Igor because when I listen to you guys, I can see that like there is some there's like a resemblance, and it may be because like you guys have, and I don't know how to really classify it, and maybe Nikki can uh, expand. Techno elements, not really in techno, it's more of like a oh, I don't want to. It's not a. Dis- I'm not saying anything disrespectful, but it's like a carnival, like a medieval European carnival vibe.
0: All oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, and I hear that I in your music,
1: but I also definitely heard that in the last album that Igor put out, and I love it. So it's just crazy that you bring up Igor because I was going to ask if you guys are familiar with that band or, or that your group. Yeah, they're,
0: they're sick.
1: Yeah, where does um, that come from? Where does the medieval? Fu- where does the medieval like uh, circus vibe come from? <laughs>
0: I wish I could tell you honestly. It's just, it just feels right.
1: It's like a, it could be like Pirates of the Caribbean type theme too, right?
0: Yeah. um I mean, well, like back in the day, like when we first started, we were for sure basically like a mashup of Finchroll and Children of Bodom, at least in our heads, you know. So, I mean, there was always that effort, and ninety percent of Fin back then was like, you know, so kind of just rolling with the rumpa vibes there, and just seeing how far you can take it, I guess. In terms of like, yeah, a lot of major seven, you know what I'm saying? Like the transition from one chord to another Mm -hmm. will always, there's little things like that which kind of make it folksy in your head, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. And again, like, it's just so unique and different from most of the stuff that I listen to in general here in the States that when I think we posted like, uh, I think. I don't want to call it, is it New Noise? Whatever the album was, or I'm sorry, whatever the song was off of that album for Igor where they had like the video that was weird CGI and it was just like this crazy two-minute long video. And that's when, I, that's when I found that band. And then I found the album and the yeah. album was fucking great. And I didn't even realize they only had one song with like actual lyrics from when, uh, with Corpse Very Rire. Noise, perhaps? Very Noise? Yes, Very Noise. Very yeah. Noise. That's the one. Um, yeah, and it was weird that I I didn't even realize that they didn't they didn't have like real lyrics uh, except for the corpse grinder song. And then you, you you research it and you find out that they only like sing make up they made up language between the the singer and the screamer guy. I didn't know
2: that. I didn't little. know that either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, like, it's crazy. I mean, this is a language I
1: don't know. <laughs> I thought it was like some weird French because aren't they from isn't yeah. the group from France right yeah so I thought it was French but I was yeah. like I don't recognize any of these words <laughs> yeah I just
0: assumed it was some sort of French you know, or it makes, it, it, makes it
1: that much cooler to me that it's just like some weird yeah. made up shit and no one really cares right That's yeah. Cooler. <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> well guys uh, I appreciate you guys being on the fucking show it was great I'm real thankful that you are so accommodating to switching it to another day obviously but uh, do you have yeah. anything that you want to kind of like shout out before we get off here like any side projects, any side little things that you do, like oh, I have a podcast, or I stream on Instagram, or whatever.
0: Uh, I'm putting out weird music that metal fans will hate. If you want to check that out, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's always a plus. What's, what's I, I the think uh, they love it. under what <laughs> under what? Uh, synonym.
0: Uh, T underscore thrust. So terminal thrust, but just it makes the crying face. tease, mm-hmm. you know. So.
1: What uh, what so, kind of what kind of vibe is it?
0: It's like experimental electronic pop with non-catchy elements. I don't know. So uh, check it out. I everything. only got one out there, but there's another coming. And I'm just kind of like, not. I'm not going to tour on it probably. It's just kind of push it out, you know.
2: He's being humble. It's fucking awesome. I'm just cool. going to
0: say
1: that. <laughs> it's just That's a, a, it's a matter
0: of taste. You know? <laughs> I'll definitely
1: check it out. I, I like the moonlight in the electronic world. I come from that background. So yeah, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> check it out. Something different for you.
0: Um, also check out Cassiopeia. Jason, i playing this Japanese band, just nonstop. They're not a new oh, yeah. band, but they're amazing.
2: Um, yeah, they sound, Yeah, they just sound like you're playing fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, and they're oh, like great. shredding it. Yeah, it's oh, amazing.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> Domino Line. That's the song. Look on YouTube. Oh, there's all sorts of videos. Yeah. I'm gonna funny. have
1: to look up both of those things when we get off of here. So like, is it more like a, a more like a Nintendo Core kind of vibe?
0: You, it's like fusion jazz, but okay. very Japanese. So interesting. It's awesome. that interesting. So. Well,
1: Nikki, Alex. Thank you for coming on the show. I can't wait for the new album. Do we have like a later this year, right? That's okay. So, we'll Let's call we'll, it that. Yeah. We'll, we'll look at we'll look forward to it later this year. Yeah. Uh good yes. luck wrapping up the recording here in Florida, Alex, and um Thank you. look forward to seeing you guys live for sure and then uh you know, you're always welcome back on the show whenever we get, you know, down the road. So, um thanks for coming on, y'all. Oh great yeah. Great nice and,
0: for you know, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Good times and um keep on rocking phantom power all
1: that phantom power it's a must when you yeah. have the powered microphones you just have to make sure yes. that it actually turns on you have to hit the yeah, little yeah. you have to hit the mixer a couple of times you know yeah
0: yeah for
1: sure <laughs> all right alex get back to work and then nikki yeah. you i guess go back to bed Will do. <laughs> right, we'll do all, all right. right take it easy, later man. take care
2: welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute what's the name of that podcast
1: Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind podcast.